0: Hey, this is Zach at ReCenter. I want to invite you guys to tune in to these podcast episodes on our family membership. The goal of these episodes is to show to you the heart behind family membership here at Center Church, why the staff and elders want to invite you to consider family membership here at Center Church. And so in the show notes, there's a link that will take you to the course. There's a video course for family membership that will work you through each one of these topics. So that is the commitment. That is the what. But what we're about to talk about is the why, the heart behind each one of these topics. So listen in. I hope it answers any questions you have and just shows you our desire to engage deeper and in a more committed, loving relationship one to another here at Center Church. Thanks, guys. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, Today we're going to talk about the first topic in our uh, family membership here at Center Church. And Mark laid out three categories in the first episode of like a theological commitment, uh, a care commitment, and a relational commitment. Today we're going to start the relational commitments um, and talk about this is what it's kind of like to relate to each other as family members. What's Mark asking? What's he expecting? What is the church elders and the church as a whole saying, hey, if you're going to be a part of this family, here's what we expect from you. So Mark, what is the first commitment to being a uh, center church family member.
1: Yeah, so here's the idea of the, this whole section category of the relation to commitment. It's this basic idea that living with Jesus at the center of our lives, that leads to the truly good life. That leads to true security, true joy, true peace, everything. Um, and as a church, we want to pursue that Jesus-centered life together, right. not as individuals who happen to be in the same room on a Sunday morning. Uh, and so this relational commitment category, there's there's 10 commitments in this. And the basic idea is that for my own individual long-term health, but also for the sake of blessing others and serving others, um, we, we want to ask each family member to commit to each of these commitments. So um, the the first idea is this commitment that, I will follow Jesus. Uh, and that may seem like an amazingly obvious idea to communicate. Um, in some ways, we could probably have written the relational commitment without even including follow Jesus. Um, but really, we, we wanted to just state this idea up front at the beginning. Point A is what this church is about. What we're calling every family member to do is to follow Jesus. Because let's be honest, there, there's plenty of examples of churches that did not reflect Christ well. Um, And I I bet that if you were to ask one of your uh, good non-Christian friends why they don't want to go to church or why they don't believe in Jesus like you do, I, I bet many of them would say there's been some hypocritical people that they've interacted with in the past. So we want to call people first and foremost to follow Jesus faithfully.
0: So this means like I have to look perfectly like Jesus to be a center church family member?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: <laughs> that was a loaded question, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. So he, here's, here's the idea what it means to follow Jesus, not perfection. Uh, but here's, here's the statement that we have written out in the relational commitment. So number one, follow Jesus. I seek to live a life that shows the reality of my decision to trust in Jesus Hmm. as my Savior and Lord. I will realign my life with Christ and his word and live a life that honors him. So you'll see there, there's nothing about perfection. Right. Uh, that, the first thing is, I seek to live a life that shows the reality of my decision to trust in Christ, yeah. right? So there's not this perfection, there's this striving. I seek to. So uh, it's acknowledging we're all sinners, we're all broken, we all need grace, we're, we're all failing. Um, so there is a progressive movement towards Jesus, not perfection, Uh, But then the second sentence there says, I will realign my life with Christ and his word and live a life that honors him. And that's this idea that uh, Jesus is not simply your savior. Jesus is your Lord. Uh, And he's called us to follow him as our Lord, as our leader. Hmm. And so we really want to have a culture of, once again, high invitation, but high challenge here, that uh, Jesus is not to be on the margins of your life, that, that he is to be at the center of your life's commitments. Um, And we want to always week in and week out, call everybody to uh, follow Christ wholeheartedly in everything
0: so following Christ trusting him were words realigning to him, um, what are some key things that you think as a family member coming into this? Yes, we say we all follow Jesus, but what is a characteristic, when you look at someone in our church, you're like, man, that person really follows Jesus, what are some descriptors of their heart condition or maybe their life's expression, the fruit of their lives, what are some things that you would see in a family member or you think is necessary for them to to allow God to cultivate in their heart in order to be a really good follower of Jesus? What do they need?
1: Yeah, that's great. Well, and even like in that question, and I know that you obviously didn't intend it in this way because this isn't you, but in our psyche, all of us can twist ideas around in our head. Yeah. And even that question about like what does someone need to do to be a good follower of Christ. Right? right? Many of us who hear that probably think I need to perform. And that's right. the beauty of the gospel that we don't need to perform. Right. And so I, I think the first uh, reference point is a recognition of our desperate need for grace we 're dependent on grace, this is not moralism, this is not legalism, this is not performance based christianity yeah uh, so this isn 't about performing like this is a place where it is okay to not be okay. yeah, you can be broken in your sin, you can confess sin that that 's what we want so you sinning does not mean you no longer follow jesus right. that 's just you're human yeah um so i i 'd say kind of the foundational idea is you 're wrecked by grace and you 're receiving it, but also at the same time, there is a reality of obedience yeah. as the call uh, to follow Jesus. I mean, First John talks about uh, if someone loves Jesus, then they will obey Him. Yeah, obedience is directly connected to love. Yeah, and uh, in our culture, far too often, love is framed as whatever makes me feel good in the moment. Um, and love is a lot, lot better in Scripture. Yeah, it's a lot thicker. It's a lot. Uh, it's a lot more vibrant. It's this idea of whatever is best for me long term. That that's that's loving me. Right. If, if you see sin in my life and you love me, you're going to address it. Yeah. And so, um, in First John, when it says, "All who love Christ will obey Him," that—that's the idea as well. Kind of the all-encompassing umbrella, right? Uh, over over our lives yeah. is to obey Him and follow Him.
0: Yeah. So I think the hearing what you just said and then thinking about like the tendency to want to perform or like. Even the word follow Jesus insinuates that someone's leading, someone's the Lord. So for me, I'm feeling like, for me, just even like encouraging you guys to consider and myself to consider like the humility needed when I approach Jesus to know that he is the leader. He is right. He is trustworthy. He is always good, right? His truth is truth. For me, it's like the number one thing I'm going to need to follow Jesus is like you said, be wrecked by grace and humility to recognize that he is the one that is worthy to lead, yeah. and I am the one uh, in the relationship who should give him my all and trust and mm. surrender to what he's saying because of the fact that he is good and I'm in need of him. Like,
1: yeah.
0: I think that humility, if you don't approach following Jesus with humility, but approach it with, I got this, yeah. you're right, it becomes a, a big thing about striving and earning and yeah. having the look of perfection, but none of the actual like life that Jesus is offering and following him that, yeah. that is there through his ways, so... Awesome. Follow Jesus, guys. First commitment. Amen. We can all say we can do it. Um, We can all commit to it. But I think, like Mark said, let's hold each other accountable to it, that we really are um, living lives that are directed towards Jesus in humility and a desire to really become more like him. Uh, All right. Next episode, we're going to dive into the second relational commitment and uh, unpack it a little bit. So make sure you guys tune in when we release that next episode.